uh, John, were you saying it's weird that it didn't go live on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too, because I was picking up Zelda, and Goose wasn't there. And I had the option to pre-order it for full price, and I was like, wait, what? No, I thought it was supposed to be discounted. And then I saw, like, on their Twitter that it was going to go at, like, 9 a.m. my time. Yeah, that's why I'm confused why it was a Friday release. They Those normally aren't. We're live. Hooray. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hi. Special Friday edition. Special Friday edition, indeed. Yeah, that's mostly because my mom was in town all week, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, although there is definitely a, a nice... I am looking forward to being able to like sleep in my own bed because I've been on the couch. Mm. Um, and then she showed up the day after I got back from my trip. So I had one night in my bed. <laughs> yeah. And then I was on the couch for like you know, a week or whatever, however long it was. So now I can finally get back into my actual routine. Nice. How was visiting with the mom? It was good. Yeah. Uh, lots of home cooked meals. Nice. Also leftovers I get to take for lunch the following day. It was awesome. She, you know, she definitely mommed it up, cleaned my apartment for me, mm-hmm. did laundry. Nice. Cannot complain for sure. Nice. Uh, but what about you guys? What have you been up to in the last week? Home renovation. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we uh, actually I thought I was going to be late for this meeting. Or for the podcast, because we had a meeting uh, tonight at mm. six where we were going to mm. meet with our contractor. He was going to work on our uh, a plan for our patio. And also we were going to meet with a guy who was going to work on our kitchen. But uh, they got scheduled to tomorrow. So tomorrow afternoon, we're getting both of those dealt with. At least started. So, OK, what are you doing to what are you doing to each of them? Uh, the back patio is rotting apart. Because the previous owners okay. didn't take care of it, so we're just getting a new one built. All right. Is it going to look the exact same? or God, no. Like, as- the, the one they have there is, like, two people can stand on it comfortably, and that's about it. So we're going to have an oh, actual weird. patio. Yeah. Like it, it that sounds more of like It was more like a an staircase entryway staircase. Yeah. Like, it, it was not meant for... It's not a patio. It's just a basically an entryway. So we're like, yeah, we'll fix it. So you get a big one, so you can get like a big barbecue on there. Yeah. Classic backyard I think style. I think it's time to learn how to, to do a BQ. Wow. Nice. Propane. Hooray, I can be <laughs> the Hank Hill I've always dreamed of. Yep. Uh, I do what miss barbecue. What are you doing there? We're getting all the counters redone. We're getting them replaced uh, with uh, quartz. So instead of, I think they're laminate right now, Ooh, and they're starting to like fancy. peel up a bit. So we'll get some nice new stuff on there, which will actually be able to take some uh, some damage and be okay. Let's take some damage. What are you doing in the kitchen, man? Stabbing things, obviously. I guess so. Directly Helping. onto the counter. Well, like to be fair, currently yeah. as it stands, like cutting like a slice of bread is is already damaging it. So <laughs> that this are would you be cutting your food directly on the counter? Because no. I was joking. No. Like, that's how bad it is. Like, it goes through, the vibration goes through the cutting board and just does damage. Oh, weird. I'm, I'm picturing your, your, it's just held up by twigs and tape. It's not that bad, thankfully, but it's, it's bad. All right. Paul, anything going on with you? No, not a whole lot. Okay, well, let's do the show then. <laughs> Top Down Perspective for September 20th. I'm Sean Booker. 
I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh, why don't we go <clears throat> with Paul? What have you been playing? Yeah, so this is what I've actually been doing this week, as you can tell by my list. Um, A lot of games. I okay. I played Super Kirby Clash because that thing looked like Baby Monster Hunter, and it's kind of the same. It is kind of that. It's like the very basic idea of you getting together with some friends and smacking something that is hard to kill by yourself a whole bunch until it dies, and then you get rewards for it. So it was fun. But you're not like hunting down the monsters or anything. No, right? you're just being thrown into like the battle arena with it right away, it's like a boss fight. Yeah, exactly. And um, that thing seems totally fine, totally fun. Uh, there's like a bell you ring every 24 hours that kind of brings a bunch of random um, user-generated AI co- uh, companions that you can like, I keep wanting to say hunt, but that you can do the fights with to replace like just your normal like player one, player two, like AI-controlled dudes. So like, for example... Um, from our audience, I recognized Comet Strider and Tenmar, and um, I got them like on my team for a battle or whatever. And it's just like an AI controlling what their stats were, basically. But I did find out that that's a little outdated. Uh, that like copy you get of them because Comet had said, I said like I got your dude, and he was like level forty five to help me with like my level two uh, battle. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm level 50 something now. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. So you have to like manually upload your I don't ghost know. or whatever? I don't know what it does. It probably pulls it every maybe 24 hours or something, I would assume. Like probably every like set amount of time because it seems like the image you get of the people is like a little outdated, but it it's what and it you is. You can only. Mm-hmm. The be- what I, sorry the bell is how you play the level so you can't play it whenever you want you can play it whenever you want with just like normal normal ai dudes or whatever that are kind of stupid but they have a role and they just do it like the mage character will always just throw a bunch of like mage shit from afar and the melee ones will just run up and smack it but they don't do anything so no like special strats. yeah exactly I mean, the real fun for this is or with this is playing with people which you can do almost right away so that's good uh it seems like this is a um mm, sorry it's a free to start game i think they called it yeah so it seems like the what they mean by free to start is that it's actually just a free to play game but some of the battles as you go on are locked behind what are called what are they like gem apples in this which is like the currency that you get from you can collect some every I think 12 hours, maybe eight hours or something in game. You got like three. There's codes online that you can redeem for like a bunch of free ones or whatever. And you get them as like prizes here and there as well. But they're also the thing you can buy. And I think that's where the free to start thing comes in because you start unlocking harder fights that take more apples to unlock to play. So like you it seems from what I've heard. It sounds like if there's a code going out on right now, which is just the name, it's like Kirby Clash or something. So if you're playing that, put that in the code thing, um, all caps. It gives you like 50, and apparently that's going to take you through for a long time as long as you don't continuously fail battles. So, yeah. It, so seems it sounds like it's just free to play. 
and they're just like not they don't want to say that nintendo use that term nintendo doesn't like the term free to play and maybe rightfully so there's kind of a stigma with it so free to start is what they say for sure i just remember when they first came out with free to start it was mario run yeah and and that was a little differently because it didn't have your typical free to play mechanics it was straight up like here's like the first world yeah and then if you want the rest of it you can just buy the rest of the game so that that worked a little differently than your typical free to play game and i was a little just sounds like it is a free to play game i was worried that this would be kind of similar because when you lock you start leveling up you see like level two out of ten or level three out of ten and it's always out of ten and then i'm like oh shit here's where it is right i'm gonna have to buy this game as soon as i hit level ten now, as soon as I hit level 10, it's like you can get up to 20 now or whatever. So it's like, OK, this and I've have gotten confirmation that it is a free game as long as you're willing to wait for more gem apples if you run out or buy them like yep. you sounds could like buy a free them. to play game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know that it's worth playing so much that you'll run out of apples because I was getting them all the freaking time but if this is the only game you're playing i guess you could probably go through them pretty quick uh, sure it's fun i think it's something everybody should maybe download and try a little bit of it's a kirby game so it's easy but it's not as stupidly easy as i've heard that star allies game is like you actually i actually have had to move out of the way of attacks or like risk dying <laughs> so like it's not that dumb like easy but it's still nothing crazy this is the type of thing that like if somebody was like what's monster hunter like but i don't want to like divulge like 200 hours into it this is like the perfect idea of how what that loop is like what it feels like to play those games or just play dauntless well dauntless is is also free dauntless is still very uh much more involved than this if you just want the very basic like feeling of the loop this is it you fight a thing and then get some rewards (laughs) with your friends so and uh yeah it's good for that um the next game is i struggle to call a game it's more like a weird music i'm excited i'm interested in this game this is almost like a weird music visualizer that has some interactivity like a web browser almost or something with an avatar in it so it's called kind words um there's actually like a full title it's like kind words lo-fi beats to chill to or something yeah no it's a spoof on the on the youtube thing yeah um it's it's close to that i can't remember the exact thing it's something like that yeah and what this is is when you log in, um, you are given a character in a little like square cutout uh, diorama type room where your character is sitting at a desk writing letters. And the idea is, is this is supposed to be an interactive thing where people playing the game write out problems they're having or things that they're struggling with or like ideas or whatever putting them out into the world and then you write back your advice, your opinions or any, it's all anonymous, right? And it's, it's kind of anonymous. Yeah. It has just your first letter of whatever name you chose. So I didn't want to choose my actual name. So I chose my online name and every one of my letters was signed dash E. 
So like instead of like exposure, because you thought you thought P might might find you, someone might dox you. No, that. but I didn't know how they were dealing with it. So okay. like how oh, they were dealing. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, seems a little weird to just put my name on like some of this but it's, advice. But it's signed E with all five of your fingerprints on there. So yeah, exactly. And it's my a little blood sketchy. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I'm of two minds about this thing. Uh, okay, so first of all, I should go ahead and say that what this ends up becoming is a lot of people uh, venting about very personal things. It's like there was this old site. I don't know if it's still around called Post Secret. Where people- I was just thinking about that. I was going to say, like, this just seems like Post Secret the game. Yeah, it, it is still around. Okay, so what post secret is for anybody who doesn't know is people would grab a postcard or make a postcard, write um, a secret on it that they don't want other people to know or that something that's been bothering them or just some thoughts or whatever and send it to a P.O. box and then they would post it on the Internet and then it became more digital over the years or whatever. So people could do it easier Um and then this is basically that, but you can respond to it. So it's like post secret. If post secret had a reply button, essentially uh, yeah. what, what this leads to. And this is what scares me a little bit is a lot of people that I think are using this as a crutch for real mental health issues. And it's depressing uh, when, so there's two types of people that use this thing. The first type are I broke up with my boyfriend, but I think I still love them. What like I just need somebody to tell me it's going to be OK or whatever. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. Everything seems harder when you're a kid. Whatever. It's like kind of like little problems <laughs> like that. Um, but then there's the other side, which there were a few people that are just like, I'm going to like blow my head off and stuff. It's like, well, fucking Yeesh. seek help. Like, what the fuck are you doing using this thing? Oh, my God. So that shit bugs the hell out of me. And this has been like a flycatcher well, I mean, for that. I guess the <laughs> I guess the other side of that is like maybe this is a good first step. You know what I mean? Like, except yeah. like the first step admitting they have the problem. Yeah, something that, or like at least you're talking to something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're you, I, don't, I don't know, because then on the other hand, it's like there's a good chance this could just be fake and they're just trying to like put weird stuff out there. Sure. Which at that point it's like, why did you spend $5 on this game to like troll anonymously someone anonymous? Like it, yeah, it's like you went really out of your way to do like the lowest level of troll. And it's it's like, so why? But yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think the, I think the intent of it is a positive one. The intent is fine. Uh, People will find a way to fuck up everything. So that's, not even the issue. My thing more so than anything is it seems like there was a like I should have just had on my clipboard. This sounds serious. Please seek mental health or whatever. You're worth it. Blah, blah, I'm blah. Just like and then just that. Yeah. Because some of them are just like way out there, you know, um, and then some of them are just like whatever. They're just like some of them are just silly thoughts or like music quotes and you're just like, yes, I've all I, too, have heard Linkin Park. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they're brand new. They're, well, they're, they're getting out there finally. Yeah, I guess that's probably like where like the beauty of this comes from is it's like it is just like unfiltered kind of who, who knows what you're going to get. Sure. But what's really exciting about this is that I don't know what they have for an algorithm to keep like shitters out. But it, it's from what I've seen, there was no like really 
toxic, bad anything in it. And I went through a lot of letters and notes and stuff. Like, a lot sure. of Yeah, them. I'm, I'm curious. Because, theoretically, it, there's not a person going through these, right? I would There'd hope be, like, not. Too many. Oh, my God. It would, well, because then you get into the territory of, like, you hear about the people whose job it is at Facebook yeah. to, like, approve videos and how they need, like, psychiatric help. Totally, yeah. Like, no. checks on a monthly basis because they see the worst <laughs> of humanity. I hope somebody's not sitting in a basement just reading this depressing shit all day. Uh, well, I mean, except that is happening at, like, Google and Facebook, unfortunately. Yeah. But, but I mean, specifically with this game, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I doubt anyone's reading any of these. So the, there has to be some kind of filter in there, sure. at least for language, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's probably, and again, I, I haven't played yet. I, I definitely want to just kind of check it out. Uh, huh. it, you probably have to go into it kind of knowing, like, hey, maybe trigger warning. You might read some shit. Sure. Yeah. And, and it. And I'm trying to think, like, would there be a way to, like, set up your own filters? But, like, at that point, ha- like, you're, it would have, they'd have to have some pretty, like, serious, like, uh, uh, like, sentence, like, algorithm figuring out what the person's talking about to even know what you want to filter in and out and stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I guess the last thing about it is that there is a little gamified thing in there where you can collect stickers that people can like give you and you can give back out to other people. Oh shit. I'm so down for that. So it, it got bad, dude. I had all the stickers, but one for a while. And then I was just like, at that point it became gaming it. I put out a request. You were just like, I need somebody from North Dakota yeah. to send me a message I put, with their <laughs> exclusive region stickers. <laughs> I put out a thing. Like, I, I actually put out some, like, real, like, real talk shit out there because I wanted to see what type of responses I would get. And they've been mostly good. Some of them strangely tried pushing their religion a little too hard at me, but that's whatever. Um, I mean, I feel like that's what you're going to get. You're going to get some stuff you're, you want to hear and you're going to get some stuff you don't want to hear. And it's like, yeah, that's the game. That's just kind of it. And then my last one that I put out when I got really into just the collecting the stickers part, I'm like, I'm feeling like kind of down right now. But the deer sticker, because I don't sure, have the frog. Yeah, please the deer send me sticker the would sticker. sure turn me up or whatever. And then <laughs> <laughs> I found out that I got a bunch of letters back saying like I want it too or whatever. And um, oh, man, they got some rarity, man. I found Gotta out get that hollow foil. We found out Squeezy. that um, that sticker specifically might only be alpha <clears throat> testers and the devs have, making it ex- very rare. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, so I don't think I'm ever going to get that sticker. My collection will never be complete, I guess. But, um, yeah, I think it's a cute little thing. Uh, I think it's the five, five bucks, right? Yeah, I think the $5 barrier to entry probably is alone keeps out a lot of the shaders out of it. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good price for this. Yeah, this that seems like a good price. And it also has... I, the, would, lo- I would love this on phones. Like, it's something I could just, like, pull out for, like, 20 seconds while yeah. I'm waiting for something. And just... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a quick, quick letter. Sure. This is... Um, it's kind of like a weird social media that way, for sure. Like, yeah. it would make a good app, for sure. Uh, also, I mean, this probably is an app to like, let's be fair, honest. This is probably an app. It probably is. Yeah. Uh, also it has this feature that you can like save a link to check on your browser or whatever. If you can't open the game to see if you got any messages back. So you don't have to have it up. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, if somebody sends you a link, it'll, it'll like copy it to your clipboard. And I'm like, people are just going to be sharing porn. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. There's no, there's no. (laughs) 
nothing like that in there. Uh, yeah, it's Please cute. check out my YouTube page. There would be, be a lot of that. That would, yep. that would really help a lot. Yep, there would be a lot of that. This is true. Um, uh, all right, last question. How how are the lo-fi hip-hop beats? They are lo-fi and good to chill to. They do okay. homework well, to. That's good. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what I need it for. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, this is going to be just my breakdown of stuff I played through and finished. Eagle Island, I feed, I finished it. So it's done. Okay. Uh, that end boss is fun, but everything else getting up to it, my opinion hasn't changed. If you want to hear that, you need to be a TD plus uh, member and you can hear us talk at yeah, length. Go check about out it. our discussion on the game from last week. It's uh, live now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Green hell, that weird survival game in the forest that I was talking about last week. I went, I went ahead and wrapped that up this week, actually last night. Uh, that story's weird. That is a weird story <laughs> that's going on in there. So, um, yeah, I'd probably guess my recommendation. If you like something like Subnautica, but like a much more intense with the survival mechanics and, uh, maybe some weird, like philosophical questions at the end of it in a way that Subnautica doesn't do. It's not as fun as Subnautica, but it's in that vein. Uh, I played through Blasphemous this week the um metroidvania uh dark souls inspired like religious right, crying babies cry, yeah the religious themes and stuff that thing uh it's good it has instant death spikes so it automatically gets minus one point out of the out of 10 for that because that's fucking annoying and like most metroidvania games it doesn't do vertical sections very well but it is what it is it it plays nice and i 100 percented it actually i went through and got everything you can do in that game it's fun uh i played the modern warfare beta on the playstation 4 and right on that reminded that took me back to like when call of duty uh for modern warfare came out back in the day the first one and I just sat there playing the multiplayer forever on the PS3. It feel it so has that feel you. again. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it quite a bit. So much that it might actually be a buy for me now. When it was, it was a wait before. Oh wow! But it just, it just feels so good. Like it just right. Well, I think return. I heard a lot of people kind of came back for this one. Yeah, from, um, it's a return of like form. Respawn back to Infinity Ward. Totally, it feels like it too. Like it plays very nicely. It's very smooth. There's not a whole bunch of just like weird, shitty perks and HUD stuff everywhere. When you get a kill, it just like covers your screen like a bunch of spam ads or something. Like it's still, it's quite clean. Uh, down to the point where you can play on a like deathmatch mode that is literally like called realism or hardcore or something that takes all the HUD elements away. Yeah. Like all the HUD, right. Yeah. Including like the damage markers, everything. Yeah. 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 So except for if you get a UAV, it'll bring up a radar for the length of the UAV, but like then it'll go away again. Um, it's cool. I really, really enjoyed it and I want to see more of that game. I'm actually super stoked for, a Call of Duty game in a way I haven't been since like Black Ops One, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of interesting to me. Um, 
And then the thing I'm doing now is I'm playing that new chapter of Celeste and fuck <laughs> that hard. <laughs> Holy huh? shit. That is a difficult chapter. Wow. Uh, the first screen. So what do you what do you need to have beaten to get to it? I don't know. I already had everything beaten. So, oh, OK. Um, yeah, I don't know how to explain that thing. Like, here's the thing. This is the type of thing that if you think like the B-sides were very hard, this is too hard for you <laughs> still. OK, that's me. OK, because the b this makes the B-sides seem easy. They this requires such precision and speed. It feels like a different video game than I remember. And after not playing Celeste for like a year, it's been extraordinarily hard to get. I got through two screens so far. Like it's been extraordinarily hard to get that feel. And uh, there's like a hundred levels, I think, in this pack. I know. (laughs) I'm so worried about it. Uh, So like. I guess the the chapter for this is about your granny and you're like chasing a bird is like the idea behind it. And that fucking bird, I don't know where he went, but goddamn, there's a lot of things that can kill you in the way. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds like Celeste. If you like Celeste, there's more of it. And just, yeah, maybe practice up a little bit if you're rusty. That's what I should Did have done. Did you see the... um? Because it used to be Matt makes games, right? With like some, Matt some other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they started a studio in like Vancouver now. Okay, and it's called like kind of OK Games. Oh, really? <laughs> Which I think is a pretty good name for a game studio. It's pretty. But good yeah, idea. they're like all together up in Vancouver now. Because I think some of them were like, I think some were in like South America and stuff. Like they were all spread out. Oh, okay. Hmm. Neat. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Uh. So yeah, Celeste. That's what I'm doing now, but that's all I've done this week. All right. Uh, John, you want to continue on? For sure. I uh, really only played one thing this week, and that's River City Girls. That is the uh, Cuneo beat-em-up brought to you by Way Forward. You play as uh, Cuneo Ricky's girlfriends, Misako, and uh, a girl whose name I can't remember because I'm playing as Misako. <laughs> uh, so the worst one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember her name right now. I literally just saw it on screen a minute ago. Oh, I think, sorry, I, uh, just double backing. I, it's extremely okay games, not kind of okay games. <laughs> Correction. Thank you, chat. Nice. Uh, I'm digging it. I'm just about done it, actually. Uh, did most of it in one sitting, so it's not the, the longest game, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, good combo potential. I'm playing it single player, which means I can't uh, juggle between other characters, but it has been fun to play so far. Like even in single player, the combat feels solid. Nice. Uh, I think we talked about this. No online. Is that right? No online. So the only way to yeah. play it multiplayer okay. online is if you have the PC version and you use uh parsec. Yep. I think somebody wrote in or put on the discord that they announced like another river city game. Probably like there's a bunch of River City games usually in development. What is this one called? Hang on. River City Melee Mock or Melee Match? River City Melee Match? A battle royale game featuring over 180 playable characters from the Cuneo series? Cuneo. Cuneo series? Uh, Sorry, which one is this one? Did you see this? I'll post it in our uh, yeah. our kind of Discord window. 
Let's say what's the name of it? Because River City Melee has been out for years. Melee Mock. It's a battle royale coming out next month. I, I guess you haven't seen this. No, that, that was my my initial question. So. Uh. Yeah, I'm trying to a battle royale game. Oh, oh, it's just the uh, it's just the the beat 'em up game. It's just the uh, four player battle game. Okay. So so you did know about this? Uh, no, they've done they've done these a couple times. Okay. Uh, in fact, I think one of them's even on Steam right now. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if this was like how newsworthy this was so yeah no uh river city melee battle royale sp is uh is on steam as of september 2017 and looks like this is a new one this seems pretty similar based on uh this trailer i'm seeing here but yeah it's it's basically like a 2d four-player beat-em-up okay but you beat each other up basically so uh so yeah not battle royale in the Fortnite sense but battle royale in the power stone sense okay oh hell yeah <laughs> uh yeah no river city girls is good i'm about to wrap it up i'm pretty much i'm like one room away from the final boss right now i think which means i'm gonna wait and do that after the podcast but uh plays good looks good feels good uh bit some interesting decisions at times a little grindy at times but uh pretty par for the course for river city and way forward so yeah, no, recommend nice. it. If you don't mind, did I see no you were for your game clearing? Did you go back to Ori? Yes, I am giving Ori and the Blind Force another try. Nice. I would love to hear how what that's how that's like because I remember you were just like, nah, I'm no good with Ori. Ori because it like screw, it bugged yeah. out on you. Yeah, Ori pissed me off because I played the uh, yeah I did for this weekend Monday's game clearing. I did Ori and the Blind Forest. I got halfway through it. Uh, Ori, when I originally played the original release, I was enjoying it. And then I got to the first escape scene, for lack of a better term, the uh, oh, yeah. the, the tree escape. And yep. the Xbox has this uh, hidden feature, or it did anyways, I think that you can remove it now, where it'll yeah. record clips of your gameplay when it thinks you've done something cool, usually associated with the achievements. Yeah, this is more like, I think the developer puts this in. Because I've only, it doesn't happen like on every game. Mm. It happens pretty rarely. But I remember, I think the the developer chooses this to happen. Yeah, but they were Microsoft published, so that's why they probably put it in. Uh, right. It made the game hitch every time, and the specific scene requires a lot of precise movement. So mm-hmm. uh, it was basically screwing that up, and it just soured my whole uh, time playing that. At some point, I went back to it and kept going after that part. But then I stopped again, and I think my stream on Monday ended when I got to that exact same part, when I got the leaf. Okay. Okay. But Are also, you still playing it on Xbox? I'm playing it on PC on the Definitive Edition, which means there was a whole new area, which we did that. Yeah. We did that new area during the stream. Yeah, I think there's actually two new areas. Is there two new? Okay, correctly. I thought there was only one. I think there's two. But I mean, it's been a while. I play. It's been a while since I played. I, I thought I remembered two, but yeah. it, it's like I said, it's been a while. But the new moves they give you make you go really fast, and honestly, they're yeah. kind of cool. Like they, they literally give you a dash move, and you can use it in midair and everything. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um. So just like, are, are you a, an Ori fan now? Uh, I am in a. Well, I still have to finish the game, 
but I'm definitely enjoying it more than I did previously. Okay. We'll just, cool. we'll see if that holds out through the rest of it. But uh, at the very least, maybe it'll get me hyped up for the sequel because I have not been hyped up for it. Sure. Right, yeah, I was going to say it's good timing with uh, Will the Wisps coming out whenever that finally comes February out. February 10th and uh, the Switch port of Ori is in a week, I believe. Yeah. See, I thought it was a, it was the Switch one, uh, but then I saw that one wasn't out yet, so I, I was a little confused. <clears throat> all right, cool. Uh, that's all you've been playing, yeah. right? All right, Sean. Okay. Let's um, do it. Guys, so many games are coming out. I don't know if you knew this. So many games are coming out. Um, uh, but I think the first thing I want to talk about is Apple Arcade because that came out. Mm-hmm. And oh, right. Mm-hmm. We had been covering Apple Arcade as it, as it's slowly been giving us news <clears throat> week after week or whatever. I don't think anyone was prepared for how amazing Apple Arcade is. Okay. Uh, cause it's, it's pretty ridiculous. What is in that lineup of games? Um, for those who don't know, Apple Arcade is the, mo- I don't even want to say mobile or iOS cause you can, <clears throat> or in the coming updates, you're going to be able to cross play these games on your iPad, your Apple TV, and even your Macs. So it's just like the Apple subscription service, $5 a month. You get a free month up front. So at the moment I haven't paid anything. Um, and they're touting 100 games. I don't know if there's 100 games yet. I think it launched with 70-something. Wow. Um, but just the caliber of games that it launched with is pretty insane for, like, a new... I, I don't want to really say platform, right. but you kind of know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So a lot of the games I hadn't known about beforehand just because they were new IPs, but once I people started talking about them more there there's a new game from the mini metro devs that is basically mini metro for cars like holy smokes that that is like my jam yeah that's neat um um, that that's substantial right we knew about exit the gungeon Uh um did you try to talk about sinar wild hearts in a bit okay uh which it is extremely good uh there's a new rayman game out there um a new game from the Monument Valley developers that I hear is very good. Okay. Uh, they got the Shantae game. Like there's a, there's a ton of extremely well-made games, a new Zach Gage card battle game that I understand is very good. Um, he's done a ton of my favorite mobile games. It's just a lot of some of my favorite mobile game developers are putting out a new game here and, and there's, and it's no free to play stuff. That's kind of the big draw is right. this is for people who want to spend money on the games. Mm-hmm. So there's none of that stuff. It is just kind of what you would want if you were going to play like a solid game on your phone. And then what's also really cool is because this came out alongside iOS 13. You can Bluetooth pair an Xbox or PlayStation controller to it. So I've just been playing Sayonara Hearts on my phone with a PlayStation 4 controller. Nice. Like that's great outland i didn't even mention outlands on there that game's also on switch for 25 bucks it's you know quote unquote free in the apple arcade sure right now um one of the questions i had about it beforehand is where you'd be able to buy these games outside of it you are not at the moment it seems right now if you try to go buy the games on the iphone it basically just says try or get it free or try it free one of those two and then it, it, it try it gets you to sign up for the your free month of the subscription. So it doesn't seem like you can get it without being inside of Apple Arcade. Hmm. Interesting. But 
Um, one kind of sentiment I was hearing was this is kind of like the first two or three years of Xbox Live's summer of arcade kind of wrapped all the way wrapped up in one day, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree with that sentiment. These are some like extremely good high caliber indie games um, for a pretty cheap price, in my opinion. Um, so specifically, uh, the only one I've been playing so much cause I, I downloaded like 11 to the point that my phone has no more space. So I had to delete some of them. Um, and I want to try and get them done like one at a time so I can get them off my phone and get a new one in there. So I've, I've only so far played Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is the new game from Samogo mm-hmm. who did similar games, uh, or not similar games, quite different games, Year Walk and Device 6, which I'll talk about shortly. But Cyanar Wild Hearts, it's described as like playing through a music video all about a breakup. And and it kind of plays very similar. It's I'd say thematically, it's a lot like Res. Okay. Where it's all about the visuals. Well, that's all about the music. (laughs) There, There is no like, you know, the one difference is you're not scanning over enemies to shoot them. There is shooting in this game, but you're not doing the targeting thing. Don't think about that part. It is basically just kind of like a score. um, uh, Like you just run through trying to get a better better score. It's pretty easy to finish the stages. They really just kind of want you to get through and and see what they put in this game. The checkpointing is super nice. But if you want to go for like, you know, getting a a silver medal, gold medal, you have that to to, uh, replay it for. Everything's like neon pink, bright blues. Um... And you're just like Sailor Moon transforming because I don't know why. Sometimes you get a sword and you slice a person in half and now they're two people. There's boss fights that are really good. The music, it's so Rez had great music. This is Rez that but instead of electronic music, it's like super catchy pop music. Um, so the soundtrack is is excellent. If, if you have no way to play this game, at least check out the soundtrack. I'm pretty sure it's on like Spotify and stuff. One of the boss fights was a three headed mech wolf that I was chasing down with my motorcycle while just some sweet tunes were blasting at me like sign all wild hearts is no joke do not skip on this game it is very good it's on switch i think it's like 15 or 20 bucks on switch but if you do have an ipad although i don't think apple arcade is coming to ipad yet i think it's coming soon if you have an iphone at least an ios device uh i, I cannot recommend enough trying out your the the free trial on your uh, of apple arcade just for Sinar Wild Hearts alone. That is a very cool game. Um, so taking a step back, I, I mentioned Samogo. I want to talk about Device 6, which was okay. a game that they put out on the phones, phones years ago. It's an interactive... Just like an interactive story game. There's very little gameplay. Um, but you're basically reading through a... Uh, the account of you're, you're a girl who's woke up on a, on a, str- in a strange area and you're trying to figure out like how you got there and why you're there. Mm-hmm. So you're just basically reading a story. Um, but Samogo is, they're kind of known for really utilizing the plat, the, the mobile platform. So there's a lot of stuff of like, as you scroll, it kind of figures out what your reading speed is and it starts playing audio cues to relate to what you're reading about as you get to that spot. So if it says something like, then she started walking down the stairs, you'll hear footsteps of someone walking downstairs. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Or a door opening, stuff like that. It also makes you like, 
rotate the phone in different ways for like contextual reasons you have to like start reading upside down or start reading backwards because maybe you got to like a weird mirror section um it's all kind of presented in this like old school kind of book layout almost like textbook style layout um and there will be pictures in there and that's where kind of the main gameplay comes in is those pictures you eventually if you just keep reading and go straight through you'll get to some kind of obstacle where it, uh just so i don't spoil anything maybe it's a door that's locked mm-hmm. um but there's a keypad on it so you need to figure out what the what the what the code is you have to then go back through what you just read you know inside this chapter and look at the images and stuff and piece together okay wait did they mention any kind of numbers and stuff like that? And you're, and you're kind of putting things together. Sometimes the the character will find glasses that you can put on, which makes the whole screen red, but it reveals other things. So there's like an adventure gamey kind of element to this as well. Um, but like I said, the gameplay side of it is pretty minimum, uh, minimum. It's, it's pretty, it's a narrative focused game. It's an interactive book basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's device six. That was by Samogo. It came out years ago. I'd always been wanting to get to it. And then, with Apple Arcade coming out, I knew I wanted to play Sayonara, so I was like, I want to play one of their games from before. Yeah. Um, For me, it I was always Year Walk. walk. Yeah. Year Walk is another one. That's that's in my backlog, too. Um, and I want to get to that someday. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I also played through Creature in the Well, which is a Game Pass game. How long is this game? I'm curious. This game, this it's not very long. This is a great game that if you are only going to play your xbox for like an hour a night because you're hosting your mom and you want to talk about a new game on the next podcast which is a week later you can play through creature in the well and get it done that seems like a specific problem yeah how i'm just saying so, how on the nose yeah so i'm just saying if that's the scenario you're in okay is so would you say um, one sitting i'm gonna i mean my sittings are like four two. to six hours usually for a gaming okay, session maybe on the long end i'd say this game is about six hours okay okay uh it also depends how well you're doing so okay for those so who don't know, 10 this hours is, got it <laughs> i don't think it's that bad but yeah this is a pinball dungeon crawler mm-hmm. um which is weird yeah but as we saw with yoko's island express pinball can be in lots of pinball forms is great. and it can still be good yep creature in the well i i think is very good i actually think the first hour or so is the weakest um because you have to kind of learn the weird mechanics right um first off world building is awesome you are you are and you are the last engineer i guess and you're coming to this weird town that is trapped in a sandstorm um because some weird like huge creature up in the mountain or in the well i should say okay um create is creating a sandstorm that is kind of engulfed this town and when anyone tries to leave they just end back up in the town damn <clears throat> Like I get lost and I guess the, and I guess it, long in the past, like thousands of years ago, they had engineers that were trying to run a machine to keep the, the town going and, and, and living. Um, but they were all taken out when this creature came and, and killed them all and basically took over the whole thing. Sure. So you're the last engineer. You came out of, I, I don't know, out of nowhere and you're going to, you're going to try and get the thing up and running. Um, so the whole time the creature's like, your kind all failed before why would you do better blah 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 right so what it works out to is it's an isometric uh dungeon crawler you'll kind of come into a screen the dungeons are made up of like you know two dozen screens they're they're pretty like uh square like 
at no point does it ever look like pinball and you do not have flippers what you have instead of it is there will be these little glowing orbs that'll either be shot at you or they'll just kind of be stationary for you to go up and hit mm-hmm. by um, i'm gonna go with xbox controls by holding down x you start swinging one of your weapons you have two weapons when you're swinging this one weapon, you can kind of collect any orbs that are in your vicinity. So like if something gets shot at you, you can like catch it and hold it. Or if there's one just on the ground, you can pick it up. Okay. And then if you hit Y with your other weapon, you will shoot it forward. And so to clear these screens, you need to hit different bumpers. You need to hit different targets to cause different things to happen in the room so that it things either stop shooting at you or so eventually you can open up the next door, go on to the next room. Um, what's really cool is you get a bunch of different weapons that will do different things. Like the one I ended up using a bunch was anytime I catch an object that has been shot at me. So it's been charged with like a negative energy. I'll gain health. Okay. Super useful. And some of the weapons I liked for my shooting one is I had one that actually made a target appear. So I could see, I could better line up my shots, Mm -hmm. which is super useful when some of them get pretty far away. I had other ones that would split the orb into three when I shot out. So I could hit more things at once. That's pretty cool. You get a really cool one that when you shoot it, when it hits something, it it creates a lightning strike that any other targets nearby will get hit by a little bit of damage. And you kind of have to wear down all these different targets. So like I said, the first maybe dungeon or two is a bit rough because it's getting your mind around the the flow of it can be difficult. And surprisingly, they ask you to do some of the most precise shots in that first two dungeons. Weird. Um, I would try and say that if if you're finding it hard, just kind of get past it, get to the third or fourth dungeon. Uh, It gets a lot easier. You get a lot better and you and the weapons really help because you get better weapons. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's it. That's it's that's pretty cool. You can get different costumes. There's a bunch of fun characters. There's like a frog janitor that'll just tell you stories. Nice. There's an alligator person that made all the weapons. Um, it's a, it's a really cool and interesting game. And I think it, even though it was like six hours, that was still about eight or nine dungeons I went through. Because mm-hmm. um, I think each dungeon probably was about thirty minutes to forty five. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I recommend Creature in the Wall quite a bit. It's on Game Pass right now. Yep. Um, so if you have access to that, go check that out for sure. Word. Um, I played a bit of Gears 5 last weekend. Not as much as I want to. Okay. And it's also the reason I haven't played Borderlands yet, because I want to get their gears. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm in the I'm in the second act, or uh, or second chapter, whatever the longer ones are. I think it's I think it's acts are made up of chapters. Right. So I'm in the second act. Okay. Um, I haven't gotten to any of like the open world stuff yet. Unfortunately, I think I'm just about to do that, uh, but that's a good looking gears game. That's sure. all I can really say at the moment. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. Uh, and we, this weekend should play horde. Okay. Give me a time. I understand. I believe we can play together even if you're on PC and we're on Xbox. Yep. Okay. I think that's the case. Um, so I don't know if you guys are free tomorrow evening, but me and my friend have some gears time scheduled. We should play some. I'm probably tomorrow not. evening. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Never mind then. Give me any other time. Um, yeah, pr- any other time. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something out. We'll figure <laughs> something out. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to playing more gears for sure. Sure. Uh, the last game I've been playing this week, and I've I've only played a few hours of it because it just came out, is the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening remake. Yeah, which I'm surprised you guys haven't played yet. I picked it up. I literally installed it before we went or as we were waiting to go live. I'm unemployed and this right is on. a 20 year old game I played last year. That, that's also sure. kind of no, why that's- it's lower on my priority <laughs> list, but I still picked it up because I, it's my also, favorite Zelda. 
yeah, it's very good. Also, I watched a little bit of somebody play it. Um, I still can't decide if I like how it looks. Cause I love how it looks. I still can't decide. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, oh, that's cute. And sometimes I'm just like, yeah, that looks fucking stupid. So Please I don't know. Stop. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know where I lay on it. Um, but the fishing looks great. <laughs> I can't wait to fish. Well, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I really like the art style. John, this is your favorite Zelda? Yep. Like over Breath of the Wild? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Link, Why is that? Because Link's Awakening. What, what about Link's, Link's Awakening was the one I got to play the most. Uh, and also it was when that game came out, it originally had like a really big glitch that you could activate. So like it's the first game that got me into glitch hunting because some of that stuff right. was really fun to do, okay. just breaking it apart. So. Mm-hmm. All right. It's my first Zelda. So I, ha- I have a special place in my heart for it. Sure. I. I don't it would not it would not be near my top for sure. There's a lot of other Zelda's that like way more. Hmm. <clears throat> um you can still steal from the shop. It's harder to do this time. Okay. But he will still shoot you with a laser. So that's pretty good. Nice. Does he still change your um, name? That I don't know. I was actually watching a video because I was I had tried to steal and he wouldn't let me, and I was like, is this even doable? And I looked it up. Yeah. I did not see if the guy's name got changed. Hmm. Oh yeah, he calls you thief, doesn't he? Yeah. And then your file name changes yeah, to right. thief. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> There's definitely a lot in this game of me. Like if you asked me to remember anything from it, I would have told you, okay, he wakes up on the beach. There's a chain chomp. Uh-huh. That's all I can That's remember. That's what most people remember but, to be fair. Uh-huh. But, but like, as I going through it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. Oh yeah. I remember this. I remember this. This looks exactly like I remember. Like you I just need to see it and it immediately stuff? comes back. The like weird dungeon stuff where you go 2d downstairs. That stuff's weird. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. And yes, that is in, that is there as well. And there's Goombas. Yeah. Oh. That was in the original. Link's Awakening is a weird Zelda. It's a weird Zelda. Def- um, also that claw game is absolute bullshit holy <laughs> shit really it's not that it bad is. in the original well i don't remember the original for the claw game but in this one it is so awful um so you'll just have to try it out and then let me know what you think uh i understand it is like a extremely faithful remake everything's like in the exact same place which is so far lining up to what i remember because i'm just like i remember that that house did have two doors i don't know why but yes i remember that mm-hmm. so cool i don't know i'm enjoying it like i said i've, I've played maybe two hours of it not enough I'll, I'll talk more about that next week cool glad um but yes that's all i've been playing so let's do some news yeah all right a lot of these are pretty short stories but john wick hex has a release date thank god of october 8th on the epic game store remember yep uh so i'm pretty excited about that i already own it because it was on that stupid sale where i was basically being paid to buy it essentially yeah exactly i got it i picked it up too when they took ten dollars off anything and it was like sure oh this game that hasn't come out yet for like a couple bucks yeah i'll do that (laughs) i mean it i like john wick i like mike bithel a lot like and this game is you've discounted it like over half price yeah let's do it yeah so october 8th cannot wait yeah uh the steam library has gotten an update i haven't seen it myself yet yeah it's weird (laughs) is it good do you like it uh it'll take getting used to it's fine uh it's more modern looking 
whatever the hell Can you that describe means. it for for the 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 visually impaired the ones listening to the audio podcast yeah um it's more gray like lighter grays than uh not as many dark grays and on the left you have like your list of games and if you click on one of them the right will just like fill that whole area with like information about that game so at the very top is like a banner for whatever the dev set it to or whatever to like show off the game uh there'll be like your last time you played how long you've played how many achievements you have and then it kind of like mashes in what used to be the community hub for the game from the store page on that page now okay so it's kind of more like a like a social media hub for like these games where you can see like what people are saying or screenshots that like your friends have shared and shit like that right on yeah i'm looking forward to checking it out do you like it do you like the change uh i don't frankly care (laughs) honestly yeah i use it to like launch a game and then i don't see it so that's you're right you know getting upset about video game launchers is silly and that reminded me of another story. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar put out a game launcher this week. What? Uh, I didn't I hear it was this. called the Rockstar Game Launcher. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh. They definitely did this. It's I'm going to get a PC game launcher where you can uh, launch Rockstar games. You can also buy the whatever the premium currency is. Shift. No, not shift cards. Shark cards. The premium currency for Grand Theft Auto 5. Yo, can I be real with you, though? I'm glad because I hated going to their fucking social club to do anything. I'm glad they have just okay. a launcher for their shit. It's about time. I think when society collapses, which we know is coming, uh-huh. currency PC will game be, launchers yeah, currency. will be yeah. the new currency. You've literally yeah. said this every time we talk about launchers. Yeah, because <laughs> they keep making new ones. Yep. I'm with you. I'm just saying this that is, you know, you're right. At some point, they it's like with money. They can't just keep making money because that throws off the economy. They're going to have to stop making PC game launchers. So here's the thing. I'll like apparently I just looked it up. If you download the Rockstar launcher right now, they give you San Andreas on PC for free. Oh, so that's if you why want I saw that San game, Andreas trending. OK. Yeah. So if you want that game, you can just download that thing. But I know you guys won't because you complain about everything. So. I just don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't play that many Rockstar games, so but I'm still going to install it because you're collecting the, all the launchers. I'm collecting every single one, baby. I got a folder. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> um, Sony came out and basically said that they own the rights to Sunset Overdrive, which I just thought was kind of interesting. What? As oh. that was a that was a Microsoft release, but now that Sony owns um insomniac insomniac oh right they now own the uh, the uh sunset overdrive ip i thought that was just something to interesting keep in the back of your head if we ever see sunset overdrive that's fucking weird yeah okay interesting it makes sense yeah it does but i didn't i never considered it it's just exactly yeah that's kind of why i put there is that nobody was really thinking about that yeah um I just really liked this this headline. I haven't read too much about it, okay. uh, which I'll do that in a second. Okay. Uh, Kotaku has an article that said, Discord Nitro games are going away next month because most users weren't even playing them. Yep, sure. That makes sense. Um, so I guess you got, with Discord Nitro, there was a game subscription inside of that? Yeah, 
Yeah, they gave you like five or six free games a month, basically. And there was a store where you could straight up buy games as well. That isn't going away. They're not getting rid of the store. They're only getting rid of the free shit. Right. Isn't Killer Queen a Discord game? (laughs) I don't think so. The PC version? I think it may have been because I think I got offered a code. Let me quickly check my email real fast. Please do. Because I hope it is. This is going to be so good. (laughs) I just got to find the email. Okay. Oh, that's coming up real soon, too. Yes, it is on PC via Discord. Oh, Discord and Steam. Yeah, it's on Steam. It's also on Steam. Yeah. Okay. And Discord, great. I love it. Um, um I have a question I'm because not a, I'm not are a you guys Nitro, Nitro subscribers. John is, I know. I am because John, I, did you ever play one of these games? Uh, I loaded them up but never actually played them. Do you have to claim All them right. like you do on the Twitch ones yes. or like how does it Yeah, okay. So I'm sure let me let me go see how many I have claimed versus how many there are still. Uh, my library says I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. You can see where this is going. 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Jesus Christ. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> 50. I mean, I can tell you in this article there's over 100 games. I have 58 okay. games. Well, you missed almost half of them. Wow. Apparently. Um, I can see why they're getting rid of them. That's a lot to just have available for people that aren't using it. <laughs> right. It basically says, like, instead of renewing the various contracts for this free games for another year, they decided to just end that and remove the games. So I think you're going to lose them. Because they probably go through your Discord launcher, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, probably, yeah. right? Do you have that one, Paul? What's that? Do you have the Discord launcher? <laughs> no. Well, you got to get that one. Got to get the Discord launcher. Yep. Oh, and Discord says that any games the users bought through Discord will still be available to play. The only games being removed are the ones included with the Nitro subscription. Weird. I don't know. I don't I'm not sure if this is an accurate list, but just in the screenshot, there's some good games in there. Yep. There are. Battle Chef Brigade. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of I don't them. Know most of so these there's no ones. point claiming them now is what you're saying, because they're going to be going away. Uh, That's what it seems like. Yeah. I mean, you could claim them if you're planning to play them, but they're going away any day now. OK. Are you going to so is that going to make you cancel your subscription? I I'm not paying for my subscription. I'm a partnered server. I got Nitro for free. Whoa, dude. Sweet. <laughs> oh, hey, Kingsway was one of the free games. Kingsway was one of the free ones. Yep. Paladins, but that's free for everyone. So, yeah. okay. Moving on. These two are from Discord, so I really don't know much about them. But this one says the offspring will perform in World of Tanks, and it's officially a trend. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, this comes hot on the heels of. Oh, who was it? Who played in? No, it was it, it was corn. It, was it wasn't Lincoln Park. Yeah. Did Lincoln Park do something as well? Lincoln Park Lincoln did something Park as well. Lincoln Park is dead. Esther died. That's that's okay. I mean, that is true. Um, but unless I, it was like what did, where years was corn? Where was corn performing in? Oh my god! What the hell is that? Oh, it was like Adventure like, Quest 3D. Was, yeah, Rift or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Um, so I guess World of Tanks is going to have an offspring performance. Great. It already happened, I uh, think. Yeah, it happened on the 18th. Oh man, we just missed it. We missed it. That kind of sucks. I would have maybe loaded that even, up to isn't see this that. Like a what? I don't need. Does World of Tanks have a non? battle component to it is there like a social hub or something like or a bunch of tanks mid-match rolling up to a concert i don't know it must have i'm gonna look up a video right now because otherwise people would just be like firing off tanks during the concert which is kind of awesome it is kind of awesome it says at some point starting tomorrow september 18th the band will be performing on a stage in the game and players will be able to access it through the garage oh it's like okay this is weird. Okay. Can you so share a link? It's like when you load up the game, it brings you think of like Fortnite or something where it brings you to like your player's screen. And then at the top, it's like play now. And then like a bunch of like, this is how many medals you have or whatever and options. It's on that main screen as like the background image. So instead of like a screen of like your tank or whatever, it's a screen of offspring like rocking out and the songs playing. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> this is stupid. Holy shit. I know it's going to like and break you the video the, for a second. Are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? Like they have the uh, they have the track list or the set list on the I'm left gonna, there. I just gave you a link. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so stupid. It started with pretty fly. That makes sense. Yeah. Gone away. That's like a bang. That's one of my favorites, actually. All I want is very good. Kids aren't all right. You're gonna go far, kid, to wrap it up. This is a good set list for you know five things during a video game. I can't tell if they're real or if they're Wait, animated. Did, did they just re? <laughs> did they just repeat the same set list? What's that? They they are definitely not real. They are animated for sure. So that's how they can like repeat the set list is they just play the yeah. song again. Yeah. Cause like look at the drummer. The drummer's not doing like anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> look at him. I love it. Oh, it's so good. The corn thing was there way was a- better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it was because that was at least like in in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what was the Fortnite one? There was a Fortnite one, wasn't there? Oh, that's John Wick. Uh, that was no, it wasn't John Wick. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> Marshmallow. Yes, oh, you're right. It was Marshmallow. Mm. Video games are weird, man. Yeah, they're weird. That's sure. I blinked, and then video games got weird. Um. Okay, and this next one, which definitely required more reading before putting it in here. Mm-hmm. French court says Valve must allow Steam users to resell games. Right. Uh, I had skimmed this a little bit, and I guess this had started back in 2015. Um, 
the French consumer organization called UFC. Would that be Q Cassier? I I do I butchered that name. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to make it so that Val technically that users at uh, in Steam can resell their digital games, which would be pretty substantial since no one can do that anywhere. Right. Um. I guess Steam came to them saying that their their defense is that they're a subscription service uh, that was not found to be compelling, mm-hmm. which I would not call Steam a mm-hmm. subscription service. Agreed. So I'm surprised they went with that mm-hmm. route. Um, the court did declare that users should be allowed to resell their games. I understand it's it's not fully all the way there yet. They need to go through another layer of something. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to. See. I'm reading this over quickly. Apparently, a big portion of this is the fact that um, you can like refund your games or whatever. But if you have any money in your Steam wallet, Valve doesn't pay you out; they just keep it. So that's a thing right, that they. Hate. It seems to be like a second component of this, mm-hmm. and it seems like they ruled that Valve would have to reimburse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, which is also interesting because. That doesn't happen anywhere else either. Mm-hmm. Is I'm this, trying to think of like a real world equivalent. So of that. is this an EU thing where like depending what type of shop you have, you need to give people the ability to resell or like, I guess I I don't understand what their footing for this is. But then again, I don't know French like law or whatever. So I know nothing about France <laughs> really. <laughs> So, like, I'm just wondering why they are focusing on this. And do they focus this sort of thing on, like, GOG and other sellers like that? Like, how does Ubisoft get away with stuff like this, too? Unfortunately, this article that we have here doesn't actually, like, answer any of my questions specifically. So I don't know what their problem against Steam specifically is. And yeah, well, I'm assuming it's just because the Steam was big enough that this organization went after Steam. Uh huh. Um, so that's probably why we're not seeing it with like GOG or, or Ubisoft, uh, just because they're not a, as big of a major player in the PC storefront space. Um, but I guess the, the, the short end of the stick here is nothing's happened yet. Um, it still has to go through another, uh, like Valve is planning to appeal. So it still has to go through that. Um, I don't like this line here. Valve must now also accept responsibility when users say an item on steam caused them harm, even if it's in beta. God, no. Valve's rights to users, mods and community content will also be diminished. And the company will have to clarify the conditions under what, which users can lose access to steam for poor behavior. I so they are literally just saying like well steam you have to take responsibility for everything that's fucked up which means <laughs> that's going to be the end of early access that's going to be the end of steam in like the EU probably <laughs> so get it while it's hot guys well i don't, well i don't know i think this is what it's saying is like they need to they need to, steam needs to have a some form of moderation on what they're allowing in their store. I think that's what they're kind of saying. Well, if that's what they're saying, then that's great. 
but that's probably not the way well, it's I'm trying to be legally taken. Well, I'm trying I'm trying to understand what they mean by use uh, an, an item on Steam caused them harm. Right. Yep. Like Me clearly too. that wouldn't be physical harm. It could right? be because that it could be no something sense. with like seizure seizure inducing lights. Okay. Let's use that as an example then. Uh-huh. That should be something Steam is saying, hey, don't put seizure inducing lights in your game. No. That should be what the developer says is in the game. Steam is just a store. I can go to a store and buy a knife. They don't have to tell me to not stab my brother with it. But, I mean, if it's a gun, there's layers you have to go through to even get well, the, the gun. If we're going to go with that argument, you know as well as anybody in the States, it depends on where you live, literally. In Canada, you're right. But right, there are places sure. where I, you can just that's buy what I'm saying. Is in, in this scenario, they're trying to put up more walls. Uh-huh. Um, so... I mean, I think it should be on Steam's side to say, you know, if you're going to put your seizure inducing lights in the game, maybe one avenue is we're not going to sell your game. Sure. Or two, it's like, well, then we're going to put up a bunch of red flags before people can buy your game. Like, I think that's what they're trying to say. Um, And I think what what they're saying is like the responsibility would go then to Steam. It's because Steam is allowing to sell a possibly seizure inducing game, basically. But the thing is, is I mean, we all know Steam isn't allowing it so much as they're not moderating it. And right. And that's, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think what they're trying to say is that Steam needs to start put some kind of moderation. Um, and, and I mean, if if this passes where Steam is going to become liable for some things, mm-hmm. then they're going to have to or they're just going to get they're going to keep getting hit. Yep. In which case, they probably just will stop serving that region, I would assume, because yeah. it would make that region more or sense specific to, games or or both specific game. Yeah, or both. Exactly. Yeah, you're probably right. I would assume it would be probably just the specific games. I, cause I think of like, um, uh, does, isn't there like a lot of free to play stuff for games with loot boxes now that are just not in some European countries because mm-hmm. they have a loot box ban now? Something like sure. that. Yep yeah uh yeah and i think this will honestly i think this will just lead to like hey indie devs did you like using steam fuck you we can't trust you (laughs) and you know what maybe maybe we need to tighten the screws a little bit and just like steam needs to actually curate what they put on their platform because holy fuck right i mean i think this comes out on both sides yeah again if we go back with the seizure inducing lights example Mm mm-hmm devs should not be putting that in the game True. without extremely disclosing that sure yeah and then b steam should be like we don't feel comfortable selling games that might hurt our 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 consumers oh steam doesn't care about that but yes you're right all right that's it for news okay oh cheap games epic that we they showed off what's that Batman thing is, and it's a bunch of games. It's the Arkham trilogy and the Lego Batman trilogy. Okay, so we were like both Epic. right. So I think you I said the Batman right. games. Yeah, so. I think I said the uh, Arkham games. I think the Arkham games. It comes with all the DLC as well. Yeah, nice. So that's a lot of Batman content. So that's six Batman games you can get for free on Epic and uh, Game Pass for PC, Shadow Warrior Two, and Bloodstained Ritual of the Night believe it or not bloodstained is also console i'm I'm why i'm curious why you only did pc because i don't uh, care about just, console all right uh then i'll just add on bloodstained is also on a uh, uh the console as well as jump force is free on the console too which console this 
Xbox. This is Game oh, Pass. Okay. Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this makes me not want to buy games <laughs> until like I know Game Pass won't have it a month later. But yeah, I mean that that is definitely a, there. I, th- I feel like for years you could always have don't buy on launch day because it'll get discounted significantly a month later. Like that is a viable thing you could do. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to some questions. If you want to send in questions, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, uh, the discord channel or John's PO box. Uh, this first one comes from Kevin. What game has the slowest bullets? Mario. Super hot. Super hot. Yeah, he's probably right with super hot, right? Because you can control how the fast bu- it is. Is that the, I was going to say, is that the bullets going slow or are you just slowed down and they're going in real time and that's what you see at the end of the I think stage. even when you're standing still, they still move a tiny bit, don't they? I forget. No. They, they yeah. do. Yep. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. What a philosophical question. But yeah, super hot. That's true. <laughs> yeah, super hot is probably the right answer. Yep. Uh, Matthew writes, if you were characters in a fighting game, what would your default and alt costumes be? Well, that's easy for me. Default would just be me with like a hoodie, my hat and jeans on. And my alt would just be one of my like fan art girl versions. And that would be it. Done and done. (laughs) Bam. Nice and easy. Okay. Yeah, no, mine's not as easy to answer. I don't know. Probably gym clothes because I'd want to be able to move Mm -hmm. freely. Um, My alt costume. Like a recolor yeah that's i'd be super lame just a recolor yeah <laughs> that, that does suck what about you paul uh hat zipped up hoodie alt would be shaved face rather Ooh. than <laughs> <laughs> okay and then i'll do for all i'll do has the beard <laughs> that's yeah nice that's good uh john do you want to take this one from sir chasm Sarcasm writes in and says, I've been playing Kind Words, the former Humble Bundle exclusive where you write brief messages to strangers in hopes of relieving, whether by a little or a lot, whatever is troubling them. However, I can't really consider it a video game in the proper sense, more just an online forum with a bit of interactivity. Are there any video games that you really enjoy but admit they aren't really great examples of what the medium is capable of? Hard mode, no visual novels. Okay. I feel like I feel like we could change the wording on this a little bit because I can think of a lot of game because I feel like what he's trying to say is, are, are there any video games that you really enjoy, but they're not very gamey is kind of the the, the crux of this question. So right? is this where we say walking simulators like uh, like gone home and stuff what, like that? What, what I was going to say is, however, because he put aren't great examples of what the medium is capable of i can think of a lot of really gamey games that are not great examples of what video (laughs) games are (laughs) and we call those bad games um this is weird because like i love walking simulator games a lot of the time those are some some of my favorite games have very little and i like visual novels because they have good writing but like yeah usually yep Uh, but but that's just well i mean you don't have to play on hard mode what if we play on extreme mode and say no visual novels or walking simulators okay it's no period i'm gonna say i'm going to say um god i don't even remember what the name of that game was ninja something and it was all quick time events oh ninja blade 
I was gonna say Asura's Wrath for roughly the same thing. You Ooh. shut your goddamn mouth. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great. I thought about that too, and then I thought, oh, Ninja Blade's even more so. Than Ninja that. Blade is so. Then I ask really you, bad. <laughs> I don't know if it's really bad. It's dumb. It's bad. It, I think it's the most cutscene or quick time heavy game I can think of uh-huh. outside of a David Cage game. And then I ask you, how does David Cage games fit into this? It doesn't. Just like it doesn't fit. I wouldn't really call them walking simulators, would you? I guess they kind of are. I don't know. No, but he's saying any video games you really enjoy and that. Um, and I don't think I really enjoy David Cage games. I just kind of either ironically enjoy them or just like see what it could have been and then get sad. I, I would say I solidly enjoy them. I wouldn't say really enjoy, but I would say solidly? I solidly enjoy them. Okay. Um, but you're all right. I guess if I have to suit, like, it has to be a game I'm saying that I really enjoy, then I would go back to Asura's Wrath. Asura's Wrath is probably the answer. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. I would say Metal Gear, but that's like half and half. Because it still has actual gameplay to it. Yeah, I see what you're getting at because the cutscenes are so yeah. long. Yeah, I think there's like there's plenty of game in there though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like a super easy answer, and these aren't even games I really enjoy. But like, um, what are the like tapping games where the numbers just go up? Auto clickers, oh, cookie clickers. clicker, auto clickers. That's the yeah, that's the genre. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is weird because, I mean, all these games I would call video games. Yeah, so I think the crux of his message are what are games that aren't games that are kind of neat because kind words is kind of like a video game, but it's not a game because you don't play. You type to people. But that but but then I would counter you is like, who's to say that's not playing me typing of the dead is typing to people. They just happen to be dead, but (laughs) you're typing to them. Well, you're typing to kill them again, so I don't know if that's the best yeah. example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to read this next one from Jacket K. Do you think we'll ever get Pikmin 4? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. T- I think so as well. I couldn't care. I don't remember we got well another Metroid game, did? and that franchise was yep. basically dead for a decade, so. True. The Switch is hot. I like they could probably put like anything on it and it would probably sell a decent amount. Yep. And I, I like those Pikmin games. VGC Kenny says, what video game would you describe as being the most video game or the video Ooh. game that is pure amalgamation of video game ideas? And the I feel like I played this recently and I can't remember yeah, what it was. WarioWare. It's that spoof game Duty Calls. Um, I you, forgot about Duty Calls. That? that was great. <laughs> Oh man! Now that's that's the correct answer. I was gonna say WarioWare. WarioWare. <laughs> I mean, again, is, is, I think there's two sides of this. Yeah. Is it the most game that is like, like the game? Here is the game, or is it the game that has the most gamey elements in it? Because that's where I got Duty Calls from. Um, whereas the first one, I would be like Tetris, Mario, like. The game, you know what I mean? Sorry, I'm going through my list of things I've played, like, kind of recently, because I remember playing a game and just being like, there's so many different, like, there's a crafting mechanic, there's, like, survival, there's, like, every fucking thing that makes a video game in this thing. 
And I'm trying to find what game that was. State of Decay. Say it again. What was it you were talking about? Mm. Uh, oh, I'm looking for it. The, yeah, I'm trying the, to find the it. The Ur game. Although at this point, I think the Ur game is like what the Assassin's Creed franchise turned into. Because like Odyssey just has everything in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> Let's see. Bloodstained had a lot of gamey shit in it. A lot of gamey shit. What else do we have? Yeah, I mean, I don't even understand how we would, like, rank these in terms of, like, this one is more gamey than the others. Like, are we talking about, like, button inputs? Like, you hit something on the controller and something happens on screen? Because then, like, yeah, WarioWare's got to be up there. But then, I guess, so does Tetris, right? Mm-hmm. I could also argue, like, Guitar Hero's up there because you're hitting a lot of buttons. Did he give, I don't remember because I have the memory of a goldfish. Did he give any examples? No, he just asked. Video, being the most video game. Mega Man. I still think it's like I something s- just I like I still Mario. say WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then John, you are up. Um, Final Insanity says... What do you do when you need motivation? Sleep. Yeah. Kind of. Sleep. Okay. Motivation was, to do what? Anything. I think it's anything. That might be an anything kind of question answer. Like if you're feeling lazy, but you have like chores to do. Yeah, or something. I would say either rest or like I'll just like listen to music and just kind of recenter myself. Just put on a banger. I was going to say, uh, usually eating food because that kind of gets some like calories and sugar into me. Okay. And then I, especially if I'm feeling kind of sleepy about it, that kind of wakes me up and I'm up doing something. I think that's also key to it to get up. is getting up and like moving around. Yeah. Um, cause I know when I have a, I have a, uh, my desk at work is one of those ones that can convert from a standing desk to a sitting nice. desk. Yeah. And you know, if, if I'm sitting down for too long, I can get like too comfortable and then I'll start feeling sleepy. Mm-hmm. So I'll try and be like, okay, I'm going to switch to standing up because that won't let me fall asleep at that point. Like I'm, I'm getting blood moving. I don't know if they're being sincere or sarcastic in the chat saying, listen to TDP or whatever, but I actually listen to podcasts when I have to clean and stuff all the time. And it just helps having like kind of the background noise to do something to. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're saying like TDP gives me motivation to do laundry. I am constantly playing a podcast while I'm folding laundry because that's one of the worst. Or doing dishes or vacuuming like all of it. I listen to stuff. Yep. For sure. Uh, Dead in Sky writes a lot okay <laughs> in this day of age of high speed communication do you think that the indie market could ever experience the levels and the effects of oversaturation that plagued the early 90s american video game market that's the first the part indie market that. specifically hmm Well, what is he saying? There's going to be so many indie games that they're going to there's going to be a crash and they'll stop making indie so games. So here's the thing: if but that was going to happen, that happened comparison. a few years ago. <laughs> well, I don't think that would happen because a lot of these indie games are doing it because they just love it. It's not sure. an issue of uh, a consumer versus like price thing, right? Yeah, right. 
but I'm saying if it was going to, I agree that it's not. If it was going to, it would have happened years ago when it seemed like every like big game was an indie release for a while there, and it didn't. So, no. All right, uh, the next part. Um, speaking of oversaturation, some game franchises shoot themselves in the foot by releasing too many games too fast. However, the big- biggest example that comes to mind, Guitar Hero Rock Band, is one I'm starting to doubt actually represents this trend well. Yes, they released so many games, so many of those games in the mid to late 2000s, but I don't know if the instrument controller trend could have lasted longer if they had released less games. Uh, Any of the Toys to Life games recently had yearly releases at worst, and those only lasted a few years before being unprofitable and canned. And when Guitar Hero slash Rock Band had a reboot a few years ago, it flopped hard. So with that all being said, why do you think this type of game died out, and what is a better candidate for franchise oversaturation? Holy uh, shit! It that's died a out because it t- it died out because that shit was taking up too much space. That's it. Rock Band setups take too much space. That's entirely why it died for out. in the stores. So stores, and that, I think that's partially yeah why it flopped when they came back is because stores were like, oh no, we've been down this. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, I also think there was a lot of stuff of like. Oh, I already bought Rock Band back in the day. I'm not going to rebuy everything for new consoles. Also again. that. I are, no. So supposedly no, they, they had some had part you could buy, so you didn't have to do that, but apparently like it was the hardest thing to find, so they also shot themselves in the foot with yeah, that. Yeah, they did. I remember following that kind of stuff, and it was like a, a slow rollout of like which platforms were being supported, mm. and also you needed to have specific of the instruments. Like If you had a first-gen set of drums, like the our first-gen set of instruments, the... Uh, the ones that plugged in, which I did because I got it on launch or, or uh, close to launch, you there was no way they were going to get it over there. But the wireless ones, they did put out an adapter slowly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm sure plenty of people were like, I already went through like having this in my closet for too long and then finally getting rid of it. I'm not buying a whole new set. No, thank you. Yeah. It's too bad, too, because in a digital age, it would be nice to have this one set that you would have had and then continuously get music for it forever. Yeah. <laughs> but right. well, that was I mean, what they, Guitar they Hero Live was supposed to be in. Or they tried to, yeah. And they, they yeah. tried it too late, And Guitar I think, Hero Live though. was cool. Live ended up on my top 10 that year. That, that was cool. Um, Rock Band, they are still putting out uh, DLC for it. Yeah. And I do still have my drums set up because it is still a great time at parties. Sure, yeah. Um... So then his, his follow-up one there is, what is a better candidate for franchise oversaturation? I guess it's just sports games, right? Because, like, they've done it. It would have been... No, here's the thing. Yeah. It was sports games back when there were more multiple companies doing, like... There was, like, say, mm. when, like, uh, 2K was doing uh, both football and basketball and everything, while EA was also doing it. At that point, right. that was hitting oversaturation. But then it became only one company does one sport, basically. So then it evened out. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say once a year is oversaturation. Even if it's not really, I, I guess incre- I, I only incremental improvements. Right. I guess that's the reason I kind of put it in there, even though it is a yearly thing. It is such a small change that it feels like, like, like it feels more like, why is this coming out again? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, if, so if not sports, what do, do you have another idea? That's the problem. Uh, Call of Duty. I feel like the the uh, let's see the genre, the uh, 
the gaming industry kind of just goes in like little bursts of where they'll oversaturate a game type and then it'll go away. Like Battle yeah. Royale had it for a while. MMOs had it for a while. I mean, Battle Royale still has it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, no, and I think that's just, that's how like markets work, yeah. right? Something's hot, so everyone has to get, you're, you're not try wrong. and get, make a buck off wrong. it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any kind of like series or anything that come out more often than once a year. Uh, very few. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of any. And I think if the, if the the what the form of that now is are live games where uh-huh. every three months there's a new season. Yep. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yep. And then that makes me think like, well, if they have this fan base that is buying seasonal updates, clearly it's not oversaturated. So is your is your actual comment that no game is oversaturated? At the moment, no um, franchise anyway. Fortnite's definitely oversaturated for different reasons. I mean, it's easy to say like Fort, Fortnite is is extremely big, like uncomfortably big, but at the same time it's like it's we've just been like waiting for this bubble to pop year after year. Sure. Is it like I don't know. What what do you do you guys think anything is oversaturated at the moment? Uh I'm not kind of rea- okay. Not really. Yeah. Like I'm I said, fine. I would if genre wise, I would have said BRs and uh and that's about it currently, because uh Battle Royale's evened out. Or it's not Battle Royale's MMO's evened out rather. Yeah. I mean I guess it would have to be something in hindsight, right? Something that yeah. we saw become oversaturated. So I'm trying to think what fizzled out recently. In that case, I, I almost could say Battle Royales because everyone has tried it and a lot of them have I failed. I think it's fizzling the, out for sure. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it's hard for me to say that because I see things like Apex comes out this year and it's doing just fine. They're about to start their third season. Yeah. I don't know. It's becoming like a side mode for a lot of games too. Like maybe as a genre right, well, itself, it's kind of fizzling well, I out. Think it's, I think it's companies trying to be like, well, we have this series. Right. How do we get a battle royale mode in like there? We don't in. want to turn it into a battle royale, so we're gonna to have to do a side mode like Call of Duty. Homer's right. Auto chess was the last one. That's a that's a pretty one. Has it? I have. Is has it fizzled out yet? I feel oh, like it's, we're still in it. Yeah, we're still in it. But like that's yeah. the current one, I guess. Last was the wrong word. That's the current one, I guess. Can I say vaping? <laughs> sure. You can say whatever you want. You're the one okay, editing the yeah, podcast. That's true. <laughs> so. that's true. This, yeah, that's that's right. Um, okay, and uh, Dead in Sky's last question. What games do you own the most copies of? Uh, there was, oh, man, I had an answer to this the other day. There was some game I had five copies of, but they were all in different systems. I have a lot of... I have four copies. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I have four copies of Burnout Paradise, including the remaster. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is saying Street Fighter 2 cheating? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> All right, fine. Because yeah, each edition so. is a little different. <laughs> but you, Well, does that change? Does that mean I can't say my remaster? 
See, that's that's where things get sticky. Yeah. Or this is weird or because it is a remaster. It's the same game as before. I'm uncomfortable with like this question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even if that's if I can't say the remaster, that's still three copies of that game of like its launch copy. So that's still a lot for me. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That That's probably a lie. I probably own Super Mario World on every platform I have, whether I bought it or not. It got given to me in some way. Um, so it's probably Super Mario World. Mega Man X, probably. I think I own that on every system, including the Wii U that it's out on. Okay. Uh, for me, apparently it's either Ikaruga or Prince of Persia. I have five versions of each. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. Right on. Okay. VGC Kenny says, John, a little over seven years ago, you were a guest on Retsu Talk podcast when it was stated that if you played a game a day, you would be completely caught up on your backlog in a little over seven years as it is now a little over seven years. Are you caught up? Sorry, John, you knew someone had to do it. (laughs) No, I didn't because that was seven years ago. (laughs) I don't even remember being on the podcast, let alone saying this. You haven't answered so, the question. This is obviously not a serious question. Let's move yeah, on. <laughs> I was going to say, and the it's answer like, is very jo- clearly no, because I did not His spend, job is literally I, the fact that he'll never catch up on his backlog. I never beat a game a day for seven years, because eventually that would become impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Limebeck says, what's uh, John, a game what? art yeah. style that you feel uh, you could never get tired of? Okami. As you say, if it's done well, cell shading. So Jet Set Radio Okami. I was thinking cell shading too. Yeah. Uh, cell shading is real nice. I'm a little tired of like pixel yep. art. Mm-hmm. But every now and then a game comes out where they do it a little bit differently in a really like nice way. Like I think of like Dead Cells. It's, al- and it's, it's like, always oh, beautiful to me, nice. but I'm still tired of it. <laughs> I can kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bittersweet thing. Yep. Uh, Raster Man. Can you recall a game where the art style for the... I don't even understand this question, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> can you recall a game where the art style for the main cast was so different from the rest of their world that it caught your attention or otherwise broke the game's immersion? Oh, no, I get that. It's That's not yeah. many games to pull from, but yeah. Is this like... Okay, am I interpreting this right? Hotel Dusk. Then have you guys seen that game? I've played yeah. it, but I've played it. Yeah. Does that is that what we're talking it's, about? We're I like, can't remember <laughs> that game very well. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I I I always look at like the. Uh, like the uh, Fist of the North Star way where everyone for everyone that's a main character is fucking ripped and has like perfect mm. hair and everything. And then literally everyone else in the world is like old, or, like is just decrepit and survive barely surviving. So mm-hmm. I was kind of funny. It's like, okay. you can be like, that's a main character right there. We're fighting that person today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so does that break your immersion? No, well, it, it becomes part of the immersion for me. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a great answer for this, Paul. Uh, I don't have a great answer. I'm just remembering all the times like in specifically Final Fantasy 7 where everybody in Midgard was just like gray or brown and kind of in the background and your character stood out like a fucking sore thumb cuz 
you have a girl in bright pink you have a girl in white with like the black shorts and then you have whatever the fuck cloud looked like as his shitty little polygon character and they just like were so stark and different that it didn't feel like a world like that they lived in more just like backgrounds they were walking around a lot of times sure Next, I think I'm next. Where are we? Yep. Zombie Twinkies says, after f- finishing all the seasons of Telltale's Walking Dead, I felt very connected to Clementine's character. What characters would you say you guys felt the most connected with and why? The ones, the ones that come to mind for me are characters that I've played a lot of their games. Yeah. So I've just spent a lot of time I was with them. Say like, uh-huh. So Phoenix Wright Marcus Phoenix, jumps out Phoenix for me. Wright, yeah. Marcus Phoenix, yeah. Marcus Phoenix, interesting, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think pretty, of pretty games much, yeah, I Any with. game that's had multiple characters or, like, or multiple entries, really. With the same character, yeah. I, I am surprised you would have said Marcus Phoenix because I just feel like those games don't do a great job of any kind of characterization besides wear a do rag and then yell. Mm. Uh, I, I can see the Clementine answer being good since that game is all about like we are going to get super personal and intimate with these characters. Sure. Uh, I'm going to give a cheat answer while I think of a normal answer and say any MMO because your character is an extension of you in every way. Okay, yeah, see, I, I would have gone the opposite since those characters are usually just like an empty vessel. Right. And it's like, I don't know, they're just like that's a why you thing. connect with them, because you are them. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an act. Oh, Solid Snake, <clears throat> like 100 percent. I've been with mm. that guy forever. Okay. I think of like the characters in um, some RPGs just because those games are so long and a lot of RPGs will do a lot of like character developing scenes off to the side, like specifically the Tales of Games. They'll just have like random conversations that you can initiate. So I think of like Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Vesperia specifically just because I know those characters so well. Mm hmm. Ash Ketchum. I hear that guy won the Pokemon. Finally, about time. And like the the collective Uh, internet was excited. (laughs) Yes. Last one, mine. John, you want to read this last one? All right, from Lucas. I have a question about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Will all the parts get released for the PlayStation Four, or will future parts be on the PS Five only? Will the PS Five get a port of Part One, or just on of some sort of collection after all parts are released? This is actually a fair question. I don't know. Uh, it, it's literally just going to depend on the release schedule for for it. Because right now we don't know when PS5 drops. We just know we're going to learn about it next E3. True. Yep. Well, I think it's pretty. I think we kind of can kind of greatly assume it's next holiday. Right. I, I'm pretty sure they'll follow what they did with the last lineup, where they'll talk about they'll basically announce them at E3. It's on sale this holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet all parts do come out on PS4, and then the, I, I think the PS5 you know I think out. he kind of half had it right. I think all parts will come out on PS4, and then they'll do a collection on PS5. Okay. See, I think of it like this: What if one 
let's say let's say it's broken up into three parts just to put a number on it okay and let's say they come out once a year mm-hmm. that might be too much or too soon but just for argument's sake let's say they come out once a year so we have one coming out in the spring consoles coming out in the fall and then part two comes out in the following spring i bet uh i bet they start simultaneously releasing them together like uh like the ps5 one they're not going to wait for the collection because they're going to want people to like finish or like finish the game or to move over or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. so like play, part one would come out on ps4 and then when ps5 comes out i don't know if it's a launch title but they like they get a part one out on the P- as, as a ps5 version or what would be really cool is that that idea of like you buy the game in one spot and it works on whatever console you have in that ecosystem. So like, hey, you bought Final Fantasy seven. It works on both the PS4 and the PS5. It's just you own Final Fantasy seven. Like, why not? Yep. And with the talks of like Microsoft saying that the Xbox one controllers are going to be forward compatible. Oh, that just makes sense to I me. I haven't man. heard that. That's actually smart. It, isn't that extremely yeah, cool? That is, yeah. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if, honestly, I feel like Microsoft would do that at this point since they seem to be the ones the, kind of making point, all the cool plays they're here. point where they need to make the plays, really. Um, is I could see them being like, you buy the game and it's going to work on any like Microsoft product you have, whether it's an Xbox One or it's an Xbox Two, you know, or whatever yep. it is. And maybe the Xbox Two version is more expensive because you're gonna get more P's in your in your 1080p's uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, because they kind of even did that with the last generation. You could like pay ten dollars and get like an upsell. Remember that? I think that was on the PlayStation. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, I can't remember what console it was, but some of them were like, yeah, it was like ten bucks more, and you could get the new. Ver- you could like get a license for the 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 new consoles version anyway hmm. that's gonna do it for games uh for questions i mean and for games games are over games are done um if you want to send in a question for next week it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's po box what's your game of the week blasphemous river city girls this is so hard yep Choose which child you like more. Yeah, it's between Creature in the Well or Inside Our Hearts. And I'm going to go with Creature in the Well. Oh, gross. Mm, what yep. a mistake. He'll he'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Paul? I said it. Blasphemous. Oh, okay. Yep. Um couple things to note uh the latest tdp plus poll for october is now live for the next week so if you haven't voted go over there and vote to help pick what we are going to talk about and play through next month and if you haven't already listened to our eagle island episode uh we talked about it a little bit earlier but go check it out because that is live we did that after last week's show so go yes go check that out and that'll do it we'll see you guys next week bye bye